0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Future Talk Podcast.
1: And Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Bilqis, with Omnia Sar, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world. And we got some big, big, big news today. Omni and I have been waiting 45 or 43 days for this announcement.
0: You make it seem like TikTok is our own app. It's,
1: we've been waiting for this announcement. Uh, you and I were very speculating who would buy TikTok mm-hmm. and who would make the U.S. deal And now, finally, we do have confirmation.
0: We're not going to reveal the answer yet. you got to stay tuned for just a little longer to find out who was able to secure the deal with or off TikTok, or at least find out who didn't. Mm. Um, But coming up on Future Talk as well, we're talking all about the UAE airline. There is one airline that is currently using artificial intelligence to reduce food waste on flights. Now, not everyone likes uh, airplane, airplane food. food. I do miss it. <laughs> I miss everything about an airplane. Um, but in specific, there are certain meals that people just never tend to eat. So if we can cut down on those meals, then we can cut down on costs. I
1: like the Kit Kat.
0: Kit Kat? Kit Kat when they give me Kit Kat really? on the airline.
1: I, it tastes sweeter. I never got a Kit Kat on t- an airline. T- it tastes sweeter. I think <laughs> it's because of the, the elevation up in the sky. Your taste was Probably. too different. But... Speaking about food, Mm. we have a search engine for you that allows you to feed hungry people with every web search. So every time you search something on the web, you're going to feed someone like me. No, I'm joking. (laughs) You're going to feed someone in need.
0: Can you imagine giving charity just by doing a simple web search? Coming up on Future Talk as well, this is a story I'm incredibly excited for because we all know that China was the area where, or the country where the COVID-19 virus started out in. But China is currently working on a high-tech COVID-proof smart city. So while the entire world struggles with the COVID-19 pandemic, China is working on a solution to help prevent all that struggle.
1: And Omni, we do know that ultraviolet light does kill bacteria. Mm-hmm. But what if I told you there was a smart bulb that kills bacteria and disinfects your home so basically just have a, a light bulb let's say in the bathroom or in your room and it's going to disinfect and kill everything i want to get i want to get into that because i'm thinking about how harmful it is for mm. your skin what's going to do to your eyes texting out four two one five let us know what you think and which story are you excited about most we're going to take a short break but when we come back we're going to tell you who bought TikTok. you're listening to pulse
0: 95 daily digital news Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. Airlines around the world have been looking to cut costs and boost how efficient they are working, especially after the COVID-19 pandemic has led to international border closure and a lot of costs adding up on every airline company. Mm. But one airline company right here in the UAE will start to use machine learning to help Tackle the problem of food waste on its flight. Now, whenever we're talking about food waste, a lot of people tend to constantly complain about how they don't like airplane food. Mm. And as a result, they get on the plane. The airline has one meal booked for them. Mm. They don't end up eating that meal. And that meal ends up going to waste.
1: Yes. Now, Omnia, I think uh, we talked about this last year. We had a restaurant Mm -hmm. that was using AI to prevent food waste, and they were doing good. And Mm -hmm. a lot of companies in the UAE, a lot of restaurants in the UAE did implement this type of technology. And again, this goes back to see how well AI can improve even the food industry. But since we're talking about airplanes, Omnia, I'm going to tell you something. Mm -hmm. When it comes to airplane food, on my my 17-hour flight to Miami Mm -hmm. two years ago in 2018, Mm -hmm. I was so hungry. So what did I What's do? New? <laughs> I befriended the stewardess.
0: Oh my god. I was god. I was in
1: the back for that 16 hours. I think out of those 16 hours, I was 8 hours in the back eating Kit Kats. I think I ate like 32 Kit Kats.
0: My lord. And <laughs> 16
1: hours, so it's 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 a good amount of time. So
0: you're justifying it by so the like of flight. So any food life.
1: waste was coming to me. I was the AI for that night.
0: You were basically eating up the entire, the meals yes. for the entire plane. So
1: anytime she'd be like, hey, uh, this guy doesn't want, it. do you want it? I'm like, give it to me? Slide it my way. She's like, well, it's either that or we throw it away. I'm like, give it to me.
0: Who needs smart AI when you have we handy to, to have eat up all the you, food you for you me?
1: Now, uh, they are using a machine learning to help tackle the problem of food waste on its flights. Now, the National Airline of the UAE did start that project that makes use of a computer vision and machine learning to cut down on the volume of food wasted on flights. Mm -hmm. Now it is partnerships with a project with Lumidix, which is a Singapore food technology startup.
0: Mm -hmm. So the economic class meals they are gonna be tracked from now on. So Uh, the airline itself can find out which food tends to be consumed the most. So they're going to be, the AI will be recording food consumption patterns and waste levels across the airline's network. And this will be done by using a technology very similar to the one that have been implemented in a lot of restaurants right here in the UAE. So this AI will basically be monitoring the number of uneaten meals on a plane when it reaches an airport. So this artificial intelligence and image recognition Technology will start to identify what types of food and how much of every single meal should mm. an airline mm. basically have on the flight mm. when heading to a certain destination. And this is all going to be done without the need for any human interaction. So, for instance, if X amount of chicken dishes are always left uneaten on a flight, let's say, to Miami or to Chicago, that mean, and this is happening on multiple flights to mm. Chicago, that means... People who tend to head to Chicago don't necessarily like to have chicken meals. So the next flight to Chicago will have less meals of chicken and, let's say, more that involve fish or beef or any other. Who doesn't of the other. like chicken?
1: <laughs> God, person doesn't like chicken. But but omni, not only is this good for the environment, but it saves the airline a lot of money. Yes. Now I I forgot which airline, but I think they reduced a grape. Mm. in their meal and they saved a couple of million dollars definitely they saved a couple of million dollars because some people weren't eating as much grapes as they thought it was they took out one grape out of that meal and they saved a lot of money and a lot of food didn't go to waste now the numbers don't lie on so around 1.1 million tons of food are wasted every year and if we can reduce that number now 1.1 ton of food, that, that's a lot. That can feed it a lot a of lot. people.
0: And right here in the UAE, uh, we are definitely working on the United Nations Sustainable Development Goal, which has a goal of basically reducing food waste and making sure that citizens all around the world are not going hungry. Now, restaurants and airlines, they rarely collect information on the kinds of food that are thrown away and what are the reasons why they are being thrown away. So if we can use data and artificial intelligence to cut that food waste in half. Why not do that? But let's move on to talk a little bit about TikTok drama.
1: (laughs) (coughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, after 43 long days and long nights, TikTok has come to a verdict.
0: The verdict is out.
1: (laughs) The verdict is out. And Microsoft is saying that it is not acquiring TikTok after Mm -hmm. ByteDance, which is the company that owns TikTok, rejected their offer. Now, their offer was pretty big. They were asking for about, they were giving around Thirty billion dollars. Now, me and I were talking about a lot, a couple of potential buyers, Mm. and we were speculating who would buy TikTok. Now, Oracle is going (laughs) to acquire. Oracle is going to acquire tiktok
0: has it been made
1: uh, there's a a lot of speculation and i saw a couple of posts
0: it hasn't been finalized yet What we do know that microsoft is just not getting it White dance did not agree with the bid um and as far as we know they definitely found 30 billion to be too little apparently Mm.
1: so oracle has the door open for them now tiktok did not say we don't want oracle Mm. they said we don't want um, want microsoft Mm -hmm. now any potential deal with Oracle isn't without complications, even though President Donald Trump did threaten a September 15th deadline. So we're talking about tomorrow. One day left. One day left. And if TikTok isn't sold by then, TikTok is going to have some problems when it comes to the U.S. Now, before setting November 12th as the deadline with the threat of a potential ban, now that's led TikTok to suing the Trump administration. So you can imagine TikTok is now suing the Trump administration because... There's an over alleged lack of due process and the potential of China blocking a deal or allowing it to be sold without a key algorithm.
0: The thing is, TikTok decided to sue uh, Donald Trump because of all the allegations that he made about TikTok tracking U.S. citizens. And according to TikTok, there is no evidence of that happening. So Mm. after listening to all of the assumptions that Trump has given on this matter, they decided to go ahead and Mm. sue TikTok.
1: So, Omnia, now let's see why. Mm. that maybe they didn't want microsoft but why the doors open for oracle Mm. so tiktok Mm -hmm. does great at what they're doing they're great in marketing they're great in a lot of things so why would they want someone to take all that control oracle provides cloud services omnia so why not partnership with them and have they're using their cloud service and give them a little bit share of the plate but Mm. at the same time have control of the app and that's what TikTok wants to do. Now, TikTok does look, I mean, Oracle looks like the most likely candidate and will serve, may serve as a cloud service provider rather than a parent company with direct control. Now, nothing has been going on simply with the TikTok saga. Mm-hmm. So it's reasonable to expect more twists and turns in the coming days and weeks because this is just like a fastball omnia. We don't know yeah. who's going to catch the ball, but whoever catches that home run ball omnia. Is going to live happily ever after.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, and the thing is, at the end of the day, uh, what TikTok or ByteDance, the company that owns TikTok, is aiming for is hopefully not to have TikTok banned in the U.S. There are so many uh, sell it to me. There's there's a huge number of youth in the U.S. who are based on TikTok, who are regular users of the app. So
1: we'll make their living off TikTok. Exactly.
0: So even though Microsoft. Microsoft's offer is off the table, Oracle still has doors wide open for it, and I feel like it might just be mm. the lucky winner of TikTok.
1: See, Omnia, now, TikTok is 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 kind of having hot water right now. Mm. They're in hot water because India banned TikTok. Yes. And we know TikTok kind of had that potential and it was going through that traction because mm. of Indian TikToks. Indian TikToks were so funny and True. they were doing great and they were kind of implementing that Bollywood aspect in yes. TikTok. And a lot of people downloaded TikTok because of India. Mm. And India we know is a big population. I mean, it is. It's one point I think it's one point. Two 1.3 billion people. Mm-hmm. So I have ha- no
0: idea about the I don't, population. I, th- I
1: think it's around that number. And having that whole ban in mm. India, and now we're talking about America. America America has big influence on the market. So when you're saying, oh, we're g- t- America wants to ban TikTok, where does this put TikTok?
0: Where does right? this put? I know TikTok right here in the UAE is safe and sound. So at least we have that to depend on. Um, let us know what are your thoughts on the TikTok drama, but also. Do you like airplane food? Do you miss airplane food? That's definitely a question. The Kit Kats, I'm
1: telling you, the Kit Kats.
0: <laughs> you and your obsession with the, Kit Kats the, on no, airplanes. Really, the, the
1: Kit Kats and the, and the Diet Cola, it has a different taste to it.
0: I think you're just too hungry on an airplane. that am hungry starts, right now, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> it starts to taste too good. Coming up on Future Talk, we're talking about search engines that could become hmm. a form of charity. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back.
1: And Texas City, what's for lunch, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs>
0: Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Whenever we don't know something, we always tend to ask Doctor Google. Yes, am I right? Whether it was in health, whether it was in school, I mean, I have Doctor Google to, to thank for my degree. But what if we could use a different web search that could also become a form of charity for mm. those who are hungry? So with every single word or the option or any search you do on the World Wide Web, you're, you'll are you basically be feeding someone out there in the world who is hungry. And it's a great idea. I don't know why we haven't thought of it any sooner, yes. because apparently a yoga devotee basically created an online search that is becoming a form of charity.
1: Yes, Omnia. Now, uh, we love our food. And uh, I did ask the listeners to text us in 4215 and tell us what's for lunch. <laughs> And a lot of people texted. A lot of people, <laughs> lot of people texted me and saying they got pasta, they got biryani, they got mechbous. Now I do love my mechbous, an Emirati dish. Mm-hmm. I do love my mechbous. And uh, I mean, I'm, a, I'm for a, lunch. a No, Kat not for lunch. That's for dinner, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, yes, now there's this search engine is built to feed the less fortunate. Now we are going through a global pandemic and it's disrupted the big global economy. Mm. Now. Two people have created a search engine with the goal of raising funds to feed the hungry in Africa, Asia, and anywhere else there is need. Now, it was launched this month, September, and the app, the search engine is called Siva. Now, it does bill itself as the world's first independent socially conscious search engine that lets people feed hungry children by just browsing the internet. So obviously, you're not losing a thing. Nothing is going out of pocket. All you got to do is, hey, Google, what's for lunch? Hey, Siva. Hey, Siva, what's for lunch? And you may be feeding a person. Mm. Now, the Siva team does rely on Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft's Bing to power the search behind the scenes at SivaSearch.org or even on mobile devices with its app.
0: Now, all the revenue from ads that are linked to any search that you do will basically be generating funds that will go to the World Food Program and Project Healthy Children. So this website is definitely going to be providing food for all those who are hungry through these uh, ngos the site does promise full transparency about its finances which is definitely very much appreciated whenever we're dealing with the world wide web and within a week of launching this website siva they have funded more than 169,000 meals for the charitable organizations unlike other search engines they don't track your searches so you could Be safe and sound in terms of worrying about people tracking you down. All they want to do is feed people through other people's searches. And whenever we're talking about tracking our information, we know that Google does track our information, which is the reason why DuckDuckGo was uh, on the rise in the past few years years but Siva does not store any search data or keep track of its users. It Mm. uses very minimal information. So Mm. we're looking at general locations just so that they can target ads towards you and all these ads will basically be providing money for those who are hungry.
1: Now Omni it's very hard for a search engine to jump into the market. Yes. Now we do know that Google has kind of nine has nine more than 90% Mm -hmm. of the global search market as of August this year. Now, even we've seen DuckDuckGo, which is yeah. a new search engine. Oh, it doesn't store privacy. There's no privacy concerns. It doesn't store data. It did have a problem kind of jumping off and launching off. And I haven't seen a lot of people talk about DuckDuckGo. But this, this search engine does solely rely on advertisements to feed the poor. And it just kind of I wonder, what if Google implemented the same thing? Imagine how many people Google could feed but obviously they wouldn't have that they wouldn't use their whole search revenue on yeah. on those meals but, but maybe in a partnership with siva
0: yeah can you imagine the number of people that would be fed by using such a website now siva is allowing people to make an impact with something that they do on a daily basis we tend to google things multiple times during the day without even honestly acknowledging it just because it has become you know a part of our habit and Google has had more than 90% of the global search market as of this August. So Siva does have a long way to go in terms of becoming as popular as Google. But nonetheless, even though Google has become a habit, we can also make using Siva become a habit. So instead of actually spending money on charity, all you have to do is look look up the things that you don't know On a different search engine,
1: Mm, I might even go. Hey, see what's for lunch? Oh my
0: lord! What do I have today? today. I'm I'm
1: hungry. I'm (laughs) hungry. It's. I mean, it's lunchtime (laughs) now. Uh, I want you guys to use this 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 search engine. It's called Siva S E V A, mm-hmm. and uh, you could help someone in need, a, t- a hungry child, wherever they are in the world. Doesn't matter where they are. Uh, SEVA will provide that meal. And just imagine if a couple of us use SEVA or a couple a couple of thousand, a couple of million. Mm-hmm. Imagine how much we could help the world. And I want you guys to uh, t- to do it because with the global pandemic, a lot of people have lost their jobs, unfortunately. A lot of people uh, have have ha- are going through a tough time. The world is going through a tough time right now. So it's good to pay it forward.
0: I love how tech could be used to help out in terms of charity and just as a force of good. Let us know if you've tried out Siva S-E-V-A. That is the app of today. But coming up on Future Talk, we're talking about the most exciting story of today. China creating a COVID-proof smart city. The question is, would you live in it? You're listening to Pulse95.
1: Pulse95.
0: Check this out. Tech this man. all oh, ninety-five.
1: Tech this out, ladies and gentlemen. What if I told you that you could live in a COVID-free? City.
0: Yes, indeed. And we actually asked everyone tuning into the show to go to our Pulse95 radio on Instagram because we were setting up a poll about how many people would live in a COVID-free city in China. And the verdict is out. 40, about 55% said yes and 45% said no. Mm. And I personally would live in a COVID-free city. But what about you? Would you?
1: Who wouldn't want to live in a COVID-free city? Not
0: even in China. In Ch-
1: no, I mean if it was somewhere here, yeah. But in China, I don't feel like going to China. I have a language barrier. I don't feel like. Going I don't feel to like China. going. I like I, I I It's hard for me to adapt to an environment, especially if I don't know the language. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be pretty hard. I'm going to need Google Translate on my on my back. Uh, it is hard. all the time. But not only is it COVID-free, but it's high-tech. It's a high-tech city. So we're talking about a smart city. Now, the development is built by Spanish arch- architects and has been designed with future lockdowns in mind. So they're thinking about, if not this pandemic, the next one as well. I mean, uh, I, I, it's good to plan for the next pandemic. I hope we don't get another pandemic. Yeah. But it's good to plan for one. Now, the new COVID-proof city is being planned in China and is designed for people to live during future lockdowns. Now, Spanish architects won a competition to build the community. And the hope is that it will be a model for a new standard in the post-COVID era that can be used in cities around the world. Now, Omnia, we, I, we are looking at a lot of post-COVID situations and yeah. scenarios, whether it's masks, disinfection, uh, cities, now, we're talking about cities now. So post-COVID, I like that we're looking towards the future, that soon enough we'll get, we're going to be done with COVID. But it is designed as a self-sufficient city. Mm-hmm. Now, the development is set to include apartments with large balconies, vegetable gardens, greenhouses, solar panels, communal workspaces, a pool, food market, kindergarten, and even a drone-friendly terrace designed for deliveries. So, I mean, everything you need to do is right there. And
0: And this is exactly why they're calling it the self-sufficient city. So, let me walk you through one of the apartment blocks in this high-tech, COVID-proof city. So... What they or the location of this city will actually be near Beijing, which is one of the most hot spaces in China and an apartment block in that area will allow all of its citizens to live in style during lockdown so as you mentioned honey every flat will come with a large balcony so you can have access to the outdoors you have a huge communal work uh, work area so you can social distance and ease there are vegetable gardens greenhouses and even solar power so all families can be self-sufficient in the event of any disruption of let's say food supply so In addition to all of that every house will have its own hydroponic garden and we've talked about those gardens before it's basically having your own tomatoes fresh cucumbers and lettuce that are grown cucumbers cucumbers that are grown in your own home but in addition to all of this there will even be drone friendly terraces so if you need any delivery you won't need any delivery employee Mm. all you'll need is a drone to get you whatever you need during quarantine And even though cars are allowed in these areas, many of the streets will be only for pedestrians as well as cyclists. And any car that will be used will be self-disinfecting.
1: Now, Omnia, let's talk about the buildings because, I mean, you're going to be living in a building. Now, the buildings will have an internal metabolic system that will integrate energy production, recycled water, food production, and even material reuse to promote sustainability. So basically what they're trying to do what these architects are trying to do is saying listen you don't need anyone everything that you need is in this city you can live without any contact out of the city out of the outside or world or
0: even contact with one another
1: yes in now the city. it's kind of scary though it i is. mean i mean yes you're but covid amazing. you're pandemic free you're covid free and you're living in your own kind type of uh, a utopia, mm. but, I mean, it's 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 weird. It, it sounds, li- but it sounds li- like something from Star Wars.
0: I agree. But, like, your lifestyle won't be disrupted. You know how with COVID, for a few months, it felt like our whole life was on pause? Mm. If you were to live in such a city, your life would potentially never go on pause. And even if, if mm. there was, let's say, a surge in cases, they are working on a special app called Neighborhood. So this app will actually send all of the residents in that city Any announcements, any alerts about lockdowns or even any health information. And I honestly love the concept of the city because we can't keep on designing houses and designing buildings as if nothing happened. Mm. You know, life before COVID-19 is Mm. absolutely different than life after COVID-19.
1: I want COVID-19 to finish. (laughs) I'm done. Like, 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 honestly, like, honestly, like it comes to a time where like, oh, my God, how long are we going to be doing this COVID-19 stuff? Now, hopefully soon there is talks about a vaccination, actually, mm. from, we've seen Russia talk about it, China's talking about it, even the U.S. is saying, hey, listen, maybe towards early 2021, I mean, we have to wait till 2021. I know. But it's okay. In but, the
0: UAE here, we're working on our very well, own vaccine. Yeah, we're on
1: the third trial, if you, uh, by the way, so, yeah. I mean, that that is great, and... I mean hopefully soon inshallah we're gonna be done from COVID-19. We're all gonna go back to, to going out and smelling the fresh air without you're gonna feel the breeze on your face. I mean Without the mask. T- today was a good breeze by the way. I don't know there if you was noticed. A good breeze. I mean at like around 12 p.m. 1 p.m. It's usually super humid. Mm. But today there was a good breeze. I felt like huh. We're we're, we're kind of coming and in, strolling into winter a little bit and hopefully I did kind of uh use the law of attraction on the I'm a big I'm a big uh, with the guy. weather with, not with with the weather with the situation in general i yeah. listen everybody we have to manifest by December that COVID-19 will be gone and we're going to have winter nights and it's gonna be all nice and, and dandy. But uh, I mean, until th-
0: but until then, though, we we we, we sad- have to build, yeah yeah we sadly don't live in a high-tech city, so we do need to follow all the precautionary yes, measures. Yes, 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 Wearing our face masks, always sanitizing our hands until hopefully COVID leaves our life. And you know what? Let's manifest COVID leaving our lives. Man,
1: if COVID left, <laughs> I'd be happy. It's the only person that the whole person- world
0: would be happy. Trust me on that one.
1: Now we're talking about smart tech, smart buildings. But we're going to be talking about smart bulbs in a second. We're going to take a short break. But when we come back, we're going to tell you how a light bulb can disinfect your whole entire house.
0: You're You're listening listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. We've seen plenty of smart lights that you can control with your voice. We've seen smart lights that sync with your music, and we've seen those that can sync with your TV screen. But how about a smart light bulb that can promise to disinfect whatever room it is placed in? It honestly sounds like a dream come true, like Mm. our very own disinfectant system that you don't even need to turn on because it's a light bulb. Whenever Mm. it's on, it is disinfecting. But Mm. the question is, would you buy it and how safe is it?
1: Now Omnia, we have actually seen plenty of smart lights you can control with your voice as well as smart lights, like you said, sync with your music. But now we're talking about something that will disinfect your whole entire room. Now we do know that ultraviolet light has been used in the medical field and even with our gadgets to disinfect because ultraviolet light does kill bacteria and any viruses but this is the latest pitch from a company called Lifix, which is a major smart lightning brand based in australia now it does come at a hefty price though for a light bulb we're talking about a light bulb so again the price tag on this is 70 dollars so it it is pretty we're talking about 200 270 dirhams for a
0: light bulb (laughs) that you would get for like what 10 dirhams 15 dirhams
1: 10 dirhams (laughs) but look it does look and function like the company's original flat-topped Wi-Fi smart bulb, but it is complete with all of the covers and features like voice controls and users are already accustomed to these light bulbs. And what are the new additions that can be triggered to emit high-energy violet light? Mm-hmm. Now that is called H-E-V light, which Lyfix the company does claim is certified and safe for people pets, and plants, and is capable of killing certain kinds of germs and bacterias, including pathogens like E. coli and a couple of other... Staphylococcus. V- yes, <laughs> Staphylococcus as well. This tends so, to
0: cause a lot of influenzas and the regular cold that you would typically find so, around different seasons. So I
1: asked Omnia before the break, we were talking about how safe is it for yeah. us humans, because we know we can only be admitted to such light to a to a, to a kind of to a kind of a level before it starts becoming negative effects on us Because and, obviously yeah. they're saying pets, plants and even humans.
0: And we do know that with like let's say you robots that use ultraviolet light you can't typically be in the room as it's disinfecting the room. But with such a light bulb if it's claiming to be safe then it must be safe. But another uh, interesting aspect about it is it's not claiming to kill COVID-19 so we can't jump into conclusions about that. However, it is on you know on the testing towards hopefully also disinfecting against COVID-19. Now uh, the way it works is actually quite interesting because the light bulb activates the minute it's turned on. So for the rest, the minute you turn it on, it will emit a certain wavelength of light Mm -hmm. that will basically disinfect the room but then the rest of the time it's on it is basically only emitting regular light or whether it was you know the soft orange light that people like or even if it was uh, the shade of white light that a lot of people tend to use Mm. so it's not disinfecting the entire time so you're not being uh, subjected to such harmful rays at all times It's also embedded with a Wi-Fi radio, so you can actually connect it to your home network. It connects with an app on your Android or iOS, so you can also play music and have the light respond to the music.
1: You know, Omnia, what what I actually like about these type of products Mm. is that you did mention that it's connected to the Wi-Fi. Yeah. So you could be, like, coming home, for example in your car obviously will have connectivity on your phone yeah. and because you can have an ios or android application on your phone that says hey listen i want to start disinfecting now but the second i come home or the second i get away from my house because a lot of people on I mean, they'll probably uh, they'll probably come home and then go back out to do an errand or something True. so maybe they're thinking hey maybe i brought a virus in with me or mm. something of that kind so they're gonna have that light bulb to kind of disinfect not kind of they will disinfect the whole entire system now You know what I'm waiting for, Omnia?
0: What?
1: I'm waiting for the moment that I can implement uh, an AC-connected Wi-Fi. Oh, I love that. Now, a lot of cars, Omnia, do have Wi-Fi in them. Mm. And let's say, for example, I'm I'm doing the show right now, and I'm going to leave in a bit. Okay. That is I awesome. turn on the AC in my car, so when I get into my car, it's, it's nice and cool. Now, I love the idea, the and I love that we're seeing a lot of innovative things coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic. A lot of people are saying that, hey, COVID-19 has killed a lot of things. But I'm, I'm, we're looking at it that a lot of inventions, a lot of products are coming out to battle the coronavirus. And post-COVID-19, we can benefit a lot about it. Now, with every situation in life, you're going to have to learn uh, from the lesson from it. You're going to have to look at our mistakes and learn lessons from it. And when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade.
0: Absolutely. So let us know, would you purchase such a light? And uh, what are your thoughts about it? Can you disinfect uh, the light or disinfect a room with a light? Do you like the idea? Texting at 4215, do it a to sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. But future talk is coming to an end. However... We're going to be opening the airwaves to the only place to be at 3, the halftime show with Omar al
1: Welcome back, Omar al to the halftime show at 3. It's me, Hani Bilqis, <laughs> and we're talking about everything sports, physical health, healthness. Health? Physical <laughs> health, healthness, key of the day. Yes, I was going to say mental health, but I said physical health. Physical health, mental health, and gut health. Now, Omar, what do we have on the show today? We have on the show today um, a true unique character, which I love in... Uh, in the world of sport Flattered. he's someone who's very, well apart from you he's got a lot of healthness he uh, he actually is uh, no his name is Marcello Bielsa and he is my favorite coach in the world uh, why? because he doesn't do it for the limelight he doesn't do it for the social media he's very very meticulous in his way and very articulate. And that's why. Love of be the gonna sport. It. Absolutely. So you're here, here first, ladies and gentlemen, the halftime show, the only place to be at three with Amara Adur. commencing in four minutes. So keep it locked right here on Pulse 95. And we're going to be back. with Not we're going to be back. We're tomorrow. we we'll are signing, signing tomorrow. We're going to be back tomorrow. But Omar has taken the stables right here at Pulse 95. 95.
0: This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.